Hello and welcome to episode 220 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa. I'm joined by Matthew Figuera. It's the long weekend edition. We It's the beginning does, of the long weekend edition. Well, well for beginning us. for us. It is the end for you. <laughs> Although this comes out on Monday, so if you're the listening end. first thing this morning, enjoy your last day off. Yeah. But at least you're going you, to You're hearing week. that it's the end, you're going to hear that carte blanche music play. Even though it's a Monday, to signify <laughs> the, the end of the good times. That's the worst. <laughs> that's how you, you know. hit that eight o'clock or oh, that seven o'clock on a carte blanche uh, on a Sunday, and you're just like, "Oh no, the weekend's where, done." Yeah, that's where Sunday blues settle in. You're like, "Oh man, what have I done?" With Do you remember life? getting hype about like the movie on a Sunday? Oh like, yeah, of course. You'd be like, "Oh, what? What is the movie wow. this week?" I can't believe oh my god. Are showing. <laughs> I can't believe each of you are showing Anaconda. <laughs> oh my god! Again. Again. <laughs> They just know we love it so much. It's the best. It's so good. Yeah, the, yeah. I think I think that's still a thing for I mean quite a few people, yeah, I think. A lot yeah, a few people who still do tune into is Mnet still a thing? It mm-hmm. is, surely. Oh yeah. Oh, so people catch that. And I still think the Sunday, like on Sunday, the big movie it's is the there at eight o'clock. Movie, yeah. Yeah. Even though you've got like, I don't know, ten billion movie channels on DSTV now. I haven't watched DSTV aside from sport in a very long time. The kids, so. kids today will never know the struggle. I mean, I was thinking about it the other day with with Spotify. The fact that you that you can look up a song on demand, kids Just today, anything you want will at your never fingertips. Know the struggle of, oh man, got to keep the radio on for hours to hear that next song. <laughs> When the we, we, the the radio presenter's like, "Yo, we got that new song coming in the next three hours," and you're, you're like, like oh, "Oh my god, I can't, I can't leave. <laughs> I must, I have to stay here." Yeah, and then but, when DSTV put out like a hundred audio channels, it was like, "Wow, wow there's amazing. a channel for every genre. <laughs> Damn, that's incredible." I mean, and the, the this same is the future. The same. I mean, it's not quite the same, but it's almost similar with movies or series. You could just look up whatever the hell you want. Yeah, on, nowadays, on, I mean... Most streaming services will probably have what you're looking for. Most streaming services <sighs> and dodgy links on Reddit. Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like, oh, I want to, I don't know, I want to rewatch New Girl. Oh, good. Oh, good. yeah. Let me go dig up the, the DVD box set or just pray that I find it on, oh, hang on, I can just find it on Netflix or wherever. It's great. It is, it is hilarious to me that we, we're at the point now where there are like dedicated websites to help you find where the thing you want to watch is because there's so many different streaming Mm. services it's like oh it's available here in this territory it's available in netflix in the u.s and that's also the other shit thing it's like yeah new girls on netflix but only in the uk yeah not where you are sorry you have to go pirate it oh my god put on your eye patch get a parrot get a ship but yeah the kids today will never know the struggle well, I think we we also there's um we are blessed. I don't know what the term is, but you and I are part of that generation that were born, um, like too early, you know, for the internet, but old enough to watch the internet become a thing. We weren't just born yeah, into absolutely. the internet. What Lupin? Oh my God, this cat! No, we we were we were like born. I mean, when we were young. Like the internet was in its infancy when we were children. So we got to see the like firsthand the rise of like social dial-up. media networks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, dial up was a thing, but then it was like, oh, the first few years of Facebook where it was like, I remember fucking around with like apps on Facebook where oh, you word. could like 
customize a Star Wars lightsaber or some shit. And I'm like, damn, this is so this cool. This is so cool. Like, yeah. Or you, yeah. Or you were Posted one of those your profile. people. Yes. Yeah. You were one like, of those people where I go to your profile and it takes four years to load because you've added so much shit to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yes. I do remember it's, when it, when they made it, they changed Facebook to be what it is today, like that normal, the feed yes. and, you know, standardized profiles. I was like, this is the worst. Where are all my apps? <laughs> Why can I not poke anyone anymore yeah, on the right on side here? of the display? Like, yeah, it, it's weird. Like just watching that and, and, and like the, the, the sort of dawn of the smartphone. Like mm. I remember I was in like grade nine or 10 or whatever when the first guy in our class, I like, got an iPhone, like oh, the iPhone way. 3G and it was like, wow, this is so fucking cool. Amazing. And then everyone got fucking Blackberries and oh, then Blackberries. HTC came out with like Android phones and I got an Android phone and everyone's like, what's this Android? It's so good. What's WhatsApp? Blech. Disgusting. If BBM is the way to go. I'm like, where's BBM now, huh? Yeah. 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 Thought so. Go fucking munch your pictures somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's the same with Nokia. It's like, where's Nokia today? They're around, but. In the basements at Microsoft headquarters under duress. <laughs> Just no, wait, chilling. I think Microsoft actually resold them, if I'm not really? mistaken. So, yeah. Microsoft bought I think Nokia is like, like an I've independent got, thing. I have again. no use for this 3310 technology, actually. <laughs> Let's get it out of here. I, yeah, listen, Microsoft made some swings and misses in its time. Um, Skype, Nokia, well, Skype, Skype, Skype is still around, I guess, got used for things, but. Who uses yeah. Skype? Who actually no uses one. Skype? No one, everyone just uses Teams. Put your hand up if you're using Skype. It's weird. No one, not a single person. Do you remember the early <laughs> days of Laser Gamer? We only used Skype. I know. That's fucking uh, dark times. And then we moved to Slack. Yeah, we moved to Slack. And Jeff was like, I told you guys we should have moved to Slack. I should have been saying this for years. Oh, Skype is the worst. And everyone we, was like, yes, Jeff, calm we, down. Yeah, we also yeah. used it at the office for a long time. Yeah, we, we, we use Slack. Yeah, we use, I've used Slack all my life at like no, professional. All my days. All my life, <laughs> in my day. Although we are moving away from Slack at I work know. currently to something called Google. Hang on. Google something. I don't know. It Yeah, it like integrates better with all, I don't know. I like Slack, so I'm a bit sad. But Market Slack is. for businesses, real fucking expensive, turns out. Oh, really? It's like, like, I think eight or nine thousand dollars a year or something like that. What the? That's yeah, what, what over hundred k a year just for Slack. But ooh, is there a free version of Slack? Like, why did we there use a is. laser gamer? Is that just a limited? No, we used of a free people? version. Yeah, well, no, no, no. It's not the people. It's um, so you, the number of messages you can keep on at a time is limited. So, like, I think it limits it to fifty thousand for the entire <laughs> server. So, like, for a company, that's not enough. No. Um, if it, and, and, and as a company, having messages disappear is kind of problematic. Like, you want to be able to reference something way back when if you, if you yeah. need to, you know. So, this is why email... But there's other, there's other stuff. There's also, I think it's, like, integration. So, you can integrate apps like Notion and GitHub and all that. I don't think you can do that on the free version. So, But this is why yeah. email will never die. Email... It's this weird technology that's been around for actual decades, but nothing's replaced it because it's digital still, mail. It's still the the best snail trail. Like you it's can always reference stuff. I hate emails so. I I don't much. I don't mind emails so much as the admin around them or the formality of like mm, you have yes, to send the email. formalities are stupid. Like yeah. let's just turn it into a chat room. Yeah. Like stop yeah. making me go good morning and kind of yeah. Regards. Except you you say that until one day. 
someone says, oh, but I told you to do this. You're like, no, you didn't, but you don't have a paper trail. You can't go, oh, let me go dig up um, that chat room. Oh, I suppose you could mm. if you if you do it's, if no, it's internal. Well, I mean, let's remove the formalities and just make emails like chat rooms. So if oh, I'm yeah. going to email you, I'm just going to go to the point. I don't give a shit about like, hope you're having a good day and can't wait to hear from you at the end. You know? <laughs> no one cares. Do you add an no XOXO at the end of your emails? <laughs> yeah, XOXO, gossip girl. Looking forward to your response, XOXO, Alessandro Barbos. <laughs> man, that guy's weird. <laughs> I was just say, it's definitely how I respond to all my support emails. When, uh... <laughs> Please help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know what else? I sign off with an XOXO. Um, my gaming backlog i don't know video games <laughs> we play them here at checkpoint chat I don't know where you're going with that <laughs> yeah i no, i we'll tried i tried my very best <laughs> um i think very quickly we've both still been playing resident evil for mm. remake the remake i know remake's not in the name but remake uh, um, just call it a remake just save us it's, all it's fucking good game's still good i'm i guess halfway also, yeah, I'm playing it very slowly. Um, uh, uh, that enjoying first, the that, hell out of it. That first week, I I, I really really inhaled. Like yeah, you you really consumed it. There, <sighs> yeah. I think I did the first ten chapters and then sixteen, and then this week I've just been busy, so I've only played like chapter eleven and twelve, I think. So okay. I'm ne- I'm nearly done, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not there yet. But yeah, oh, what a game! Still man. getting there. Still getting so it. No, it's good. It's I I think like I told you before we started recording, I definitely feel like the village is a super strong start and then mm. the castle's been interesting not as interesting but mm. still like weird and spooky and i really don't like how all these cultists are becoming more and more <laughs> problematic to deal with um yeah yeah dealing with ashley now is quite interesting although i do not find it frustrating like at all i think they've done a really good job of like giving you the tools to be like, okay, she needs to stay back or be up close. Mm. Um, it's not like I'm running away from people and she's just being mauled behind me and I have yeah. to keep stopping. And yeah, so I, I, I did have this very bad thing where she <laughs> she was picked up by like an enemy. Yeah. So I tried to free her, ended up accidentally shooting her in the head. I, I've, I've, I've shot her too by mistake. I was like, okay, well, at least the game responded yeah, to video, my yeah, idiocracy <laughs> there and actually game over it because that would have been real, real weird. That's but, hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would have. Look, I agree with you. I think um, she's she's not a hindrance at all, but I do miss having the option to just tell her to like stay, like just even if it's in the corner of the room, just you wait right here. I'm gonna go scout ahead. There were one or two oh, places. Oh, could you do that in the original? I, I'm pretty sure you could. You could be like, wait here or just follow me. Because you can do that with certain objects. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Tell it like, to hide in or, yeah. In like a locker or something, yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you could just say, wait here. I'm going to go ahead. And there are times where there's just so much happening. And I'm like, whether you're close or far, I don't want you here. <laughs> just mm. just stay back. But yeah, no, she's not a hindrance at all, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like those good. instances those instances are useful, like where you meet the little chainsaw twins. Like there's a locker upstairs and you can just tell Ashley to chill there. Yeah, because it's impossible. Like that area is so small. Like it would have been an art. I I love that. I mean, you probably saw me tweet, but I love that part when (laughs) the chainsaws come through the wall and Leon's reaction, he he doesn't step back. It's like, oh no. 
puts his foot exactly where the chainsaws are going to go and then backflips. I'm like, why, Capcom? Why have you and done his, that? his dialogue throughout that fight is <sighs> ridiculous. He's like, sorry, ladies, I'm taken already. <laughs> or something like that. I was like, Leon, why? There are two why are you like crazy people coming at you with two chainsaws. Stop. Oh, I love it. I'm, Be serious. I'm, I'm so happy that Capcom have embraced the cheesy side of Resident Evil. Like they've really balanced the super serious, but also we're going to throw mm. in some proper B-grade cheese and I, I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah, it's real good. I I feel like Leon during his time after, you know, the Raccoon City incident in two, because he's quite super serious there. He's not a wisecracking mm. like... He's like, oh, I went on CIA training and this and that bullshit. <laughs> he just went to comedy shows. He went, <laughs> That's just all he did. He's like, for six years. <laughs> he's like, this this world is a joke. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lean into it. Like, I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't need to know how to shoot a gun better. I just need to know how to like whip out the sick banter. Yeah, yeah. just deliver a one liner. And he tried to He, he watched jokes every Peter Parker game ever and saw all the wisecracks <laughs> that Peter Parker has during combat. And he's like, cool. Amazing. Yeah, that bingo joke finally stuck. <laughs> it's so it's delivered so deadpan. It gets me every time. I love it. He's he it's almost like he's holding in laughter. That's yeah. what it feels like. He he's like <laughs> dying at his own joke. It's I love it. It's yeah. so funny. Uh, just yeah. on that quickly, have you I don't know if this is a thing in the original, but uh, did you see in the remake if you shoot that bell, it's like far yes. in the distance. It actually ends that whole village scene. Yeah. Like, that is such a I, I I saw I saw articles about that. That's such a cool amazing. little detail. Yeah. But apparently it's quite hard to do with a pistol. I'm sure um, it's far. You, but I guess on a new game plus I mean, that's a speedrunner's tool right there. They're going yeah. to immediately hop in there, look it, for yeah. the bell, boom, done. Yeah. Because who, who is it that hits the bell? If you don't, it's Ada, isn't it? Oh, I'm pretty I don't sure know. it's just assumed that it's Ada Wong. Or who, something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she, <laughs> her, her meeting with Leon was also just like, oh, God damn it. It's these the two, best. These two. Don't be just trash talking Resident Evil. Just the worst. <laughs> oh my god. Joe, we I really, that. really do not like the spider things that crawl onto people's back and make them strong. Not a fan. Mm. Not yeah. And I'm then they, they they jump off and they like scurry around in front of that another no, not a fan. Yeah, but at least they those are they're not like a regular occurrence. It's actually funny that Yeah, they're more like the castle. They, they introduce yeah. you to the you're like, oh hey, here's a new enemy and you fight them there and then you don't for a while, then you fight them again and then I haven't really do seen you, too many. Do you fight the so you know, right at the beginning of the castle section, you end up in a dungeon mm. and there's the big blind zombie dude. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can see, you can kill him there. Oh. Or you can make your way stealthily. Okay, I didn't kill him. I made my way stealthily very away from that area. Wait, do you, you fight you, him again? You can kill him where he's like chained up. You know where he's running. You you you're like trying to get out of the dungeon like sneakily. Yeah, and he's like coming at you with his blades. Yeah, I think you can kill him there. I killed him there. Did you kill him there? Oh, oh see, the, I didn't. I ran away. Oh, it's a. I think you need to like you need to do a crank or something. So did you leave him and you just escaped? I oh, know you can kill him. Yeah, I managed yeah. to. I basically like, I got him to go somewhere else and um, ran very yeah, quickly, no, no. cranked so I, that I, thing. I actually fought him. I didn't realize, I thought I had to fight him. So I, I assumed you could kill him because there was a lot, 
of ammo <laughs> down there that I obviously missed. It's a telltale um, sign. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was wondering like if he comes back because I wasn't sure if you do kill him there and then he maybe arrives somewhere else. No, um, you, you I did. Kill him, yeah. I did get a treated to a very gruesome death of Leon's when he did catch me one oh, too yeah. many times. Those blades do damage to one's neck. They do. Out. A bit sore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chiropractor's not going to yeah. fix that. Authors. Yeah. That, that guy in the original does not look as creepy. He looks outright terrifying here. Like he Very is different. disgustingly creepy, and I no, do not no. like it. Um, yeah, but not a fan. Game's good. I'm, I'm really enjoying yeah. it, and it's something I would consider replaying just for. for oh, absolutely. I mean, have you seen Mercenaries? Is out? Is out? Oh, yeah. It came out yesterday, so nice. I'm definitely going to dive into that because I think this game. Out of all the games that have got mercenary modes, this is the one that feels like it it is structured for that sort of action. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Um I remember playing it a lot in RE remake too. I played mercenary mode. I was bad at it, but yeah, it was was good. It's good fun. Nice. Cool. Um and what else have you been playing? Uh what you buying? Um Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh The Last of Us is out now. 10 years after the fact on PS3, Amazing. I guess. Um, we made it. It's out on PC for the very first time. It is oh the... No. Oh, no. You just... Yeah, de- Matthew just eradicated me. It's, uh, I've, I've um, got to do some pr- production stuff myself. There you go. <laughs> um, it's out now on PC. It is the part one remake, remaster. I don't know. Remaster. That came out on... PS5, was it this year or last year? It was last year. It was was last year. year. Okay. So this is that version. So it is the spruced up, looks much better. And it does. Like It it really does look a lot better than the original and the PS4 remaster. Um, And it is the first game, which is kind of cool, given that we've just finished the Mm. series on HBO, which I thought was fantastic. That timing, what a weird coincidence. Yeah, strange. (laughs) Almost like these marketing things all lined up. Mm. Um, And, you know, the series is really good, really uh, recaptured the feel of the first game. And I think a lot of people, if you've never played The Last of Us, well, the first part ever, you know, because you never owned a PlayStation console, then... You've been waiting for this on PC. Likewise, if you just wanted to play it with like the highest fidelity possible, PC mm-hmm. would probably be the place to play. You yeah. know, comparable to PS5. Uh, unfortunately, this game is in a, it's, it's a mess state. currently. It's Yikes. an actual mess. It's probably one of the worst PlayStation ports that have come out yet. Like I know that used to that honor, I guess, used to um, used to exist on the shoulders of Horizon Zero mm. Dawn on PC. Even that, like, when that came out on PC, it was, like, messy, but it wasn't awful. Yeah, you know, it, was, it, it was still you, playable. You could play, like, you could definitely have a good time with it. It just had, it had some problems that were quite annoying. Well, the, I'm so, I'm just watching this gameplay, and this dude this is, is flying through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh my god but, <laughs> it's so but since then they've they've improved like significantly like Returnal was fantastic mm. um, what was the other one that came out recently oh Uncharted uh, Legacy of Thieves not Legacy of Thieves yeah the, whatever yeah. The one that collection name always bugs me because it's like almost similar to one of the actual game names yeah um, that one wasn't too bad like it was mostly it had some like control issues but 
for the most part was like pretty decent. God of War has been a great port. Yeah. Um, so it's disappointing to see this one, which is seemingly mostly led by Naughty Dog. I know a lot of people like bagged on a studio called Iron Galaxy who helped out with the Uncharted collection and were notoriously the devs behind the PC port of Arkham Knight back, back in the day. But like, from what I can tell and from what I've heard from like the CEO, they had a very small um, part to play on this. So it explains why Naughty Dog is tweeting about, you know, performance patches and this mm. and that, that they took the lead on this. And yeah, they just, it, it's not good. It just doesn't run well on PC. It, it especially does not run well if you have anything lower than 12 gigabytes of VRAM on your GPU because it just consumes VRAM like mm. nobody's business. Um, and even when you have 12, like I do on a 3080 Ti, like you can't run the game full tilt uh, because it just it's too much VRAM uh, to go. So yeah, you you are playing a reduced experience even on some of the best PC hardware out there right now. And unless you've got like a 4090 or a 4080, you are not like maxing this game out. Which like is such a it's bizarre. <laughs> no, it's it's crazy to me. It's just. And, you know, 8 gigs of VRAM, yeah, it's getting low for today's standards, but we forget that a 3070 is 8 gigs of VRAM. And anything lower is usually 8 gigs of VRAM. And, Mm. like, those are the most popular cards out today. Yeah. Um, And the problem with that is you can't... It's not a matter of, oh, you can't run this game at full tilt. It's you can't even run this game at high settings. Mm. And when you drop the game settings to medium, especially things like textures and texture filtering... It looks like remarkably different to what it does on PS5. Like it looks way worse. The I, I don't know if that setting's just not working correctly yeah. or but the jump between high and medium is, is huge, huge in terms of quality. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only way you can play on a card like a 3070. Because if you exceed those VRAM limitations right now, you know, in a lot of games, sometimes you get away with that actually, no problem. Yeah. Here, you just get crazy stuttering and more often than not, just straight up crashes. Um, it just refuses to do, you know, it, it's like you go over that limits. It's like, no, you can't. Um, but it's also like super confusing because it says it's reserving, at least on my end, reserving like two gigs out of my 12 for something in the OS. Like, what is it doing? I don't yeah. actually know. Like, there's some, like, confusing aspects to this port that just don't really make sense in terms of, like, performance and how its settings work. So, it's just a bummer. So, like, on my hardware, it ran fine um, for the most part. I did Mm. notice that it was hammering my CPU a lot. Like, I would stand in... At, you know, at the at sort of, like, the start of the game, just after the game's um, opening prologue thing, um, you meet a Tess and you're like sort of walking in the streets of that town you start at. Yeah. And it starts you in a in an alleyway. So the game, like after the cutscene, just starts there and nothing's happening. There's no enemies, there's no combat, there's no one around you really. Yeah. My CPU was sitting at 90% utilization every single like, port, just What is going there. on here? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, and then afterwards, like you'd walk, go out on to the street where there's a bit more logic, like things are moving, hundred percent, boom. It's that means it's just CPU limited, like, and it's like I'm running this thing at, you know, fourteen forty p. Nothing's really happening 
that's really complex. Like what happens when I get into combat and things actually are complex and the, C- so the CPU die, utilization is bad. Like it's good that it uses all of your cores, but it's using them all pretty evenly and all pretty like hard all of the time. Like I never saw things drop below like 70, which is weird for a game. So yeah. by comparison, when I was playing Spider-Man, that thing never went above like 50 40% and that's an open world where you're like zipping around there's, and there's a lot happening yeah so much happening in the open world and so yeah um <laughs> bit of a bummer I know they are addressing it uh but I would say if you are now in the market to play this game if you have Wait. a 3080 <laughs> Ti or higher you could probably get away with acceptable performance if well at least on a 3080 Ti if you're not looking at 4k if you're at 4K, you need a 4080 or 4090. No question. Yeah. Like right now to play this game. No question. So, yeah. And at, if you're if like if you like in the weird position of deciding whether to buy a PS5 or build a PC to play this game, just play it. It is quite, I mean, much, we, much cheaper. And Yeah, but I mean, yeah. look, you, you would know because you've seen it on both now, but the game does look good on PS5. I mean, it runs... It does. It looks phenomenal yeah. on PS5, yeah. And the performance mode, like, there's very few compromises there. So mm. uh, the compromises on PC are just insane, um, mm. which it shouldn't be, you know. Uh, when Spider-Man came out, like Miles Morales and stuff, that it ran beautifully on PC and mm. it looked the part. Like, it looked like a PC port. It was great. Yeah. Um, but it ran also just on a wide variety of, of PC. I mean, Spider-Man Remastered, you can get that thing running at pretty good visual settings and acceptable performance on a Steam Deck. Yeah. <laughs> what more do you just want? Just saying. How, and, like, and this the last of us part one is still obviously having issues on Steam Deck as well. Oh, yeah. That thing is fucking unplayable on Steam Deck. It's, mm. I mean, I... I don't use that as a bar, like because Returnal's unplayable on the Steam Deck as well. Like it straight up doesn't work. Well, no, I like no, it is unplayable. Like I was gonna say, oh, it works at 30 FPS, but it actually doesn't because it dips into 20s quite regularly. Yeah. Um, and like that game at 30 is still not acceptable. I don't think. Yeah. But that's fine. Like Returnal's ports otherwise on PC works really, really well. Um, Mm. I think I think it it delivers on that. This just doesn't. Um, and for bizarre reasons it just doesn't make sense so yeah yeah that's unfortunate but hate to i'm see sure it. it will get fixed like oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure it will get fixed and this will be like a learning experience i guess for naughty dog who want to put more things out day and date on pc but it's just you know it's disappointing from a studio that is so renowned for its technical prowess like getting i i guess they just this just shows they're inexperienced with PC development, which is totally yeah, like, which is to be expected. It makes but sense. I, I yeah, was going to totally say it, it's probably just very well. It is disappointing that a PlayStation game came out in the states because you don't expect yeah. that. Like, no, you not really at all. Don't. Not from them. No. Yeah. And, it, and <laughs> not it, like you this. know, if they are, if if they're inexperienced with PC development, this is sort of the reason that Sony bought companies like Nixies. You know like to help out and to be like, this is how you should do things, you know? Mm. So if Nixies are the ones that are helping out, you know, um, which was the last one they did? They did Horizon? I don't know. They did one of them. And apparently they're working on Ratchet and Clank. That's the rumor. Um, But like, don't make them exclusive to one game. 
they should be sharing knowledge of how to get yeah. these things out to all the studios that are devving for PC. Like it makes no sense to have bought a company like Nixie's when one of your five ports is good because mm. they're only working on one of them. You know what I yeah. mean? So just a weird strategy in my yeah. view. Hate to see it. Blast of Us Part 1, good game, but yeah. But not great a, game. Not a great just port. bad PC port. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bummer. Uh, and I know a few people have been like super keen to actually play this game for the first time and now they're just mm. like, well, I've got a 3070, which is a mid-range card and it looks like ass. Okay. <laughs> I've loved uh, seeing some of the, the memes, all the low-res versions of Joel Nelly. Oh Nelly's. God, some of them are bad. <laughs> looks like, so it looks bad. like something out of, do you remember that game, Tearaway? Yes, yeah. It's, they're it's like, like paper layered yeah, it's like on It's like Joel's on made out of paper. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it looks quite bad. Hilarious. Yeah, I I would love for someone to do like a video comparison of like the medium settings to PS5 because I think there's such a stark difference even between those two, and it just doesn't make sense because like a card that is mid tier like a 3070 is pretty much like you should be going toe to toe with something what a PS4 or a PS5 can do. Yeah, and just the the gulf in quality between the two is just insane. So yeah, yeah. What have you it. been playing uh, that is hopefully far more positive? Um, so, oh my god, that timestamp came out so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't actually know which day this game specifically came out, but I've been playing a little game called Mighty Doom, which Mighty I, Doom. this was announced. When was this announced? I remember it was like a month ago or so. Yeah, I remember seeing it going. That looks pretty yeah. cool, and then it just dropped. Um, so Mighty Doom is a mobile top-down shooter of your good pal Doom Slayer, uh, but it mm-hmm. almost a, it's not quite a roguelite, but in an arcade style game where you just run from room to room, destroying demons um, in a very cute manner. So if you're watching the, the video feed, when we talk about Doom Slayer, we're not talking big roided up Doom Slayer, we're talking a little chibi version, <laughs> holding... A very big shotgun GB and a chainsaw. Chibi roided up version. G- yeah, he's, he's, this this dude's still built, but um, I mean, still still quite beefy there. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a free to play title with microtransactions. Um. I think how they they gate off like my my immediate understanding of how they make money is obviously there are cosmetics. There's a battle pass because <laughs> of course there's a battle okay. pass. Um. But there's an energy system like any free to play mobile game where, you know. It, actual time regenerates your energy and you need a certain amount of energy to do a run um okay and i i haven't hit any walls in that though. i mean I've, I've played this in short bursts i haven't played it for hours and hit that wall of like oh no and i need to pay money if i want to keep playing mm-hmm. um but in terms of gameplay it's it's a really fun mobile game like if you're watching now it's literally controlling doomslayer with uh your thumb you, you use the joystick. Uh, he auto-aims, auto-shoots. Or he aims at the closest enemy, fires automatically. And then on the left, you have a special ability. Like, as you can see, I've got a shotgun equipped, but that can be a BFG, a rocket launcher. There are different things um, you can activate just by tapping them as well. Um, okay. a, as you play, you you unlock, uh, you level up your Doomslayer, you get equipment, and that's basically the loop of you get gear, you can upgrade the gear, you can upgrade your weapons. Um, and th- that gear is coming from crates. So again, th- that's where the monetization comes in of, 
I can, you know, do my dailies. I can get some crates by playing without paying a cent, get some gear. Mm-hmm. But I can pay, you know, to get more crates and hope to get better gear. Um, yeah, that's that's really the game in a nutshell. But it is like a fantastic little mobile game. Like, I don't know if this appeals to you at all. If you, you watch no, it, 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 lo- it looks pretty cool. Like, I, I didn't actually realize that you control Doom Slayer directly from the the trailer when they i think announced this it looked almost like a oh, like an auto, auto runner of yeah. sorts yeah no, and it, it even it incorporates some elements from actual doom in such smart ways like if you if you notice some of the enemies um they glow green uh you mm-hmm. can go up to them to the finish and that gives you health so it's still got that oh, balance okay, from cool. you know the actual games yes yes um i mean and That's i've cool. i've again like i've only played a couple hours i haven't unlocked everything i don't know if i will unlock everything but you start off you can only choose you can choose like a a primary weapon a secondary and like an ultimate that primary Mm -hmm. weapon is you know your main weapons from the game so i've unlocked like i'm playing with the chain gun here i've got um the plasma rifle i think it is and i've got a heavy cannon and oh all... you got a chainsaw now, oh, yeah, just a... whacking people. <laughs> so that that's the ultimate with this specific build. It's the chainsaw. But those three weapons in themselves also have like pros and cons. So for example, mm-hmm. the the chainsaw I'm using, it's a high rate of fire, but it's very inaccurate. So you have to, you know, get as close as you can. But it's also okay. quite cool where the roguelite elements come in is that every um so, I mean, you've watched how quick these levels are going by. I'm on level yeah, 10 quite, now. Yeah, quite fast. And this yeah. is a boss. Every 10 levels is a boss. But every, okay. I haven't quite figured out if it's every one or two levels, you get to choose like a perk. And that can be anything from, for example, with the chainsaw, like your chainsaw spins up faster. Your chainsaw is okay. more accurate. Or and it, are those only valid for that run? For, for this obviously. run specifically, yeah. yeah. Um, but... <laughs> But you also, cool like <laughs> so this is actually what I'm talking about. So yeah, like I can get an attack speed boost, I can get max health. And this is, you know, that, that, that feeds that good dopamine hit of, this is a roguelite. It's a unique run. Mm. I'm going to build my Doomslayer a specific way. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you can finish the runs. Like I've finished the first few sets of levels and it's tiered in that you, there's more stuff to unlock behind the harder levels, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and no, I'm having a really good time with this. Like, I've only again, it, look, only, it looks really fun. Only, yeah. only played a couple hours, but as a free-to-play mobile game, I mean, a run lasts ten to fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, that's a sorry, decent amount I'm of being, time. Being distracted from a loop and this person screaming going, I don't know why. <laughs> it's been fed. That's a decent amount of a decent amount of time. Like, mm. like you said, it's like a distraction. You know, it's like. It's the same as why Marvel Snap's good. It's like two or three Marvel Snap games will take you like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I should yeah. give this a go. It's it's really fun. I mean, you, you're going away. You need to, you need to grab mm. this. Yeah. <laughs> I and don't they, know. And you I, said I, they have an Easter event now. So there's demons that, with bunny that's, ears. Yeah. That's if you're watching the footage, you're like, why does a demon have bunny ears? It's because <laughs> it's, it's an Easter event. Demons got to celebrate Easter too. They, they, they got it. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> they just, love chocolate just as much as we do. <laughs> thinking about like i know you're getting on a plane like i don't know um if probably if, if this needs, yeah, internet. you need yeah. probably the internet but I, I don't know how much data it would use if you did play mm. on mobile data um yeah it's a good time okay. I'm, I'm very keen to keep playing it and unlocking more stuff as i go neat 
Nice. Yeah, I do, I, I do want to give the, that a go. I really like how it looks. I think the whole mm. like chibi style is quite cute and whatever. Mm. So, yeah. Cool. It's Mighty Doom. Mighty Doom. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Should we move on to cool. game, game releases, releases for this week? So we're looking at game releases from today, which is April 7th, actually, a Friday. Mm. Um, all the way up until April 14th. So let us look. Well, I'm not going to include April 7th games because we spoke about those last week. But we did, yeah. To the um, 14th. Wow, quite a bit. Not sure if they're all bangers, but there's a lot. Um, okay, starting off the week, Miniland Adventure coming to PC April 10th. We've got Floating Islands of Nucifera. New- Nucifera? Don't know. Steam Early Access, um, April 10th. Too far down. Nice one for the week. Tron Identity from good old Bithel & Co. Mike Bithel's Mike Bithel, Bithel Games, that's what it is. Nice. Um, it is a narrative adventure in the vein of their sub-circus, so, subsurface circular mm. games, but now set within Tron, and it is canon, apparently, because it's made with nice. Disney. So that's cool. Uh, coming to PC and Switch, April 11th. Sherlock Holmes The Awakened, coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, April 11th. Ghostwire Tokyo, finally coming to Xbox Series X and S on April 12th. And it's I on Game Pass. that will be on Game Pass. It's yeah, on Game same Pass, with PC. Yeah. And I think that's the day when it gets a bunch of extra content. Yeah, there's, there's like a... I don't know if it coincides exactly with this. I don't think it's a exact to the date one year anniversary, but yeah, there uh, is a, a patch that adds, I think if I recall... There's some new quests, new areas, and some enhancements. Okay. So, yeah. I um, don't think I'll be playing that game again. No, wow. <laughs> uh, Plantera 2, Golden Acorn. Nice. April 12th, coming to PC. Light Races Spark, coming to PC, April 12th. Wild Frost, coming to PC and Switch, April 12th. Voodles, I like that name. Uh, PC, April 13th. Oh, here's one banger for the week. Hello Kitty and Friends, Friends Happiness Parade. Nice. On Switch. Switch exclusive. If you, Switch exclusive. <laughs> if you've you been holding out on a Switch to buy no, a game. Get that is, OLED. Yeah. Just get that OLED for that mm. game. Got to see those pinks and whites in perfect contrast. Nice. Um, that's coming to Switch April 13th. Shard Punk, Vermin Fall. Wow. Good Lord. A um, lot of mishmash of game names Words, there. yeah. Um, PC April 13th Boundary coming to Steam Early Access PC April 13th <laughs> this is the game I'm waiting for <laughs> Screaming Chicken Ultimate Shout nice finally it's the actually game a game of Matthew for. running after chickens for his prego in the chickens nice <laughs> <laughs> April 13th Fable Dumb okay uh, Steam Early Access April 13th Trinity Fusion Steam Early Access April 13th Hunt the Night, coming to PC April 13th. <laughs> Jesus. So much on April 13th. De-exit. Dexit. <laughs> Eternal Dexit. Matters. Dexit now. Eternal Matters. PC, Dexit. PlayStation, Xbox, April 14th. And I guess the biggest release of the week, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, coming to PC, PS4, and Switch. What is, it? What is that? Is that just a whole lot of Mega Man games? It's like a remake of some old Battle Network Mega Man games, yeah. The whole Battle Network Mega Man. 
Let's just it's one franchise that I just I know there's the main games and there's a whole lot of other ones. I'm just I have no idea. Yeah, no, that's uh, what's going yeah. on. Sure, the week after is stacked. Got a new Minecraft. Got a <sighs> Horizon DLC. Even got a remaster of Desktop Dungeons. Damn, no, rebound for PC. So much happening. Good lord. And then the week after, <laughs> April. April's quite busy. Got Dead Island 2 coming mm. out. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Can't wait for yeah. that. Cannot wait. Nice. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak coming to other platforms at the end of the month. Man, that expansion. Real good. If you liked Monster Hunter Rise. Cool. Shall we get to news? All um, of the gaming news. Oh, we're doing, we're doing really good on time here. Can you believe this? <laughs> uh, what this is sh- what you say all the time before news and then news. And then things happened, yeah. Uh, what should we start with? Um, let's start with Sony's Not Vita 2. Where do I have? Oh, here we go. Bam. Not the Vita 2, but Sony are apparently working on a something something. Yeah, on something. So this is, um. so we're looking at an article from Kotaku, but it's based off of a report by Tom Henderson at Insider Gaming, which basically says, yes, Sony is working on a new handheld and no, it is not anywhere close to what the Vita is or what a Vita Boo. successor would be. <laughs> so apparently this is codenamed Q-Lite. It will not work offline or like a traditional cloud gaming handheld. So you might be thinking at this point, well, what the fuck does it do then? <laughs> because if it doesn't work offline, doesn't play games natively and doesn't cloud stream games, well, what does it do? Well, it seems like the sole purpose of this handheld is to stream games remotely from your PlayStation 5. At 1080p, nice. 60 frames per second. Um, apparently, it will be an 8-inch eight inch LCD uh, touch display. So, that's already kind of a bummer because the Vita was OLED. Um, yeah. It's got adaptive triggers for haptic feedback and include what you come to expect from a handheld. But it volume is buttons, speakers, literally, and <laughs> It's quite literally being positioned as, yes, this is a device you will use to stream from your PlayStation 5, which, okay, there's two scenarios here. This Mm. thing comes out and it's $100. Yeah. I think there's a market there because Mm. that's like sort of close to like the price of a... Controller. (laughs) A DualSense controller and it's going to have a lot of the haptic stuff on there. It's like a DualSense controller with a... um, screen on it and you can stream from your existing if this thing is more than like i think if it's more than 100 if it's like 200 dollars the mm. non-starter there's no yeah. would you pay 200 dollars for something that just streams from your ps5 i mean can i tell you that market i am that target market because i'd love to play ps5 in bed but not for 200 dollars exactly that's my point but also yeah. my, i think you said it on our discord does this you said it's streaming over the internet? Yes. So well, that's how remote play works. Yeah. No, but I mean, it, surely with this with this device not have a concession of, oh, you're in the same house as your PS5 will connect via Wi-Fi. Like surely for latency I, purposes. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. So it will connect via Wi-Fi. It will connect over the internet over your Wi-Fi network. Uh, like that's okay. how 
if you take your phone out at home and use remote play, that's what it's doing. It's using mm. the same Wi-Fi network to make a more direct connection between the two. Uh, but there's okay. still latency. Yeah. Like there's definitely still latency between those two connections. Like Jeff was saying that he has remote play working on his Steam Deck and the latency is terrible. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. So I don't unless they've done something with this device that's mm. special, I don't think the PS5 itself has hardware that can facilitate like creating its own wi-fi network mm. that then you connect to that network that would be a far more direct connection yeah. because then it's like well you have to be within the vicinity of your ps5 for this to work mm. you know so i listen i this market is getting super strange to me because you've got yeah. the logitech g which is 350 dollars, and all it does <laughs> is cloud gaming and i'm just like who wants that like yeah. i that's like borderline the same price as a steam deck and but it mm. doesn't do any steam deck things you know so i don't know razer's making one that starts at like 400 dollars for the same thing that's just like cloud gaming stuff um wow. so this all just tells me that people should buy a steam deck <laughs> If we if we've, uh, we've crunched the numbers, we've looked at all, a, all the data, just buy a, a Steam, Steam Deck. Deck does all of this, and you get PS5 Remote Play on it. And if PS5 Remote Play works pretty badly on Steam Deck, I can almost guarantee you, unless Sony makes like improvements to actual Remote Play, it's not going to work as well on <laughs> a Sony device just because it's a Sony device. You know, it is yeah. brushing up against the limitations of compressing game data, feeding it through the internet, and than decompressing it on the other end. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd, so, yeah. I, I do know. like they, the... Yeah, no, go go for it. No, they, they just need to make something that makes it more plausible than like, why don't I just do this with my phone and a controller? Well, that's, if also, they're that's like, what I was going to say. It's more ergonomic. Well, that's not good enough if yeah. the gaming experience is shit. So. Because this, this is how the article ends, it says, and in a way, QLite already exists. It's called my smartphone. <laughs> which currently it's supports true. They're, they're correct. Play. Like if it's using the exact same protocol as one that's on your smartphone, load up your smartphone with remote play, give it a go. Mm. Is that gaming experience what you expect or is it kind of shit? Cause if it's kind of shit, that's what's going to be on this yeah. thing that you'll pay. That's why I'm saying price is a big thing at a hundred dollars. Like a hundred dollars yeah. is within the ballpark of what like a backbone controller costs to attach to your smartphone. Then yeah. you're getting into like the, like, cool, maybe I'll do this because it's just nice to have an integrated device. But if they come out the gates with like $300, which I suspect, I'm almost certain this thing's <laughs> going to be like $300. I know. Like that's, you're insane. Sony's insane to try something like that. But we'll see. Apparently we'll, we'll see it either late this year, early next year. Who knows? Sure. His report also said a PS5 Pro is coming out at the end of 2024. So I don't know. Uh, what do you that, think about that, that? That makes sense. I mean, it's, I think they, they did it last gen. That's uh, PS5 uh, would have been yeah. four years old by then. Yeah. I think it's so different though compared to last gen. Like, yeah, the the PS4 and Xbox One came out and felt old immediately, and mm. I feel like we haven't even seen what these new consoles can do. So yeah, it's true. To like dangle a Pro in front of us just seems weird. Weird, yeah, like, no, that's fair. We haven't even made the move over to these new consoles completely yet. No, like, nah, please, yeah. <laughs> nah. They're going to do it anyway. They're definitely <laughs> going to do it. But yeah, well, keeping with the the handheld news, uh, 
Asus is doing a, a Steam Deck competitor, and it was not an mm. April Fool's joke. So what is this thing called? The the Rog Ella. Rog Rogella. <laughs> Rog Ally. Oh, Republic there's, of Gamers Ally. Hang on, there's an actual page that I haven't looked at yet. Let me just pull it up. Oh my god, I'm from neither of these countries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Canada. Let's go. <laughs> Um, okay, never mind. <laughs> so this is a pretty chunky little Windows device. Um, I personally think it looks very not ergonomic, but uh, I guess, I mean, the Steam Deck from pictures looks very not ergonomic and it yeah, actually feels quite nice. Yeah, it's nice in your palm. So, yeah. yeah, so it will run Windows 11 um, and run like some proprietary Asus software on top of that to act as like a hub for launching games and changing um device specific settings this is sort of like how the the if you've ever heard of the INEO, there's sort of like other steam competitors that are actually pretty good um they kind of do this they have like some software that's overlaid onto windows okay. and you can just it kind of works it's like windows is not designed for this sort of thing it's very different from steam creating a whole operating system yeah. for the steam deck to work off of which is a much more seamless experience yeah um but yeah so day uh, youtubers dave lee and linus tech tips they actually got hands-on with this device and they couldn't share performance numbers yeah um but they shared like specs of the screen so it's 1080p as opposed to the steam deck's 800p which mm. i think mm, don't know about that yeah uh, and the refresh rate goes up to 120 which is kind of neat because games don't have to run up to there but if you even have a game running at 30 frames per second but your refresh rate is set at 120 it's going to feel more responsive like mm. input latency wise so that's cool um there's also rgb lighting because of course there is <laughs> um but Probably. yeah because they can't because they can't like share specific specs i watched the linus video he was kind of coy he was saying like you could get up to double the performance of this running the same game on this than you would on the Steam Deck. But at the same time, this thing goes up to 35 watts of power consumption, whereas the Steam Deck tops out at 15. Mm. So by traditional computing methodology, if you throw more power at something, it will be It'll able work, to put yeah. more performance. So like that to me doesn't actually tell me anything because... No. Also 35 watts, then I want to know what the hell that does to the battery life, you know? Because the Steam Deck running at 15 watts, if it's running a demanding game, lasts two hours. Mm. This thing's running at 35. <laughs> wow. I highly doubt they can fit a much bigger battery into this thing. So, And I also at 1080p, you're compromising performance. Like you're getting a much bigger display, much crisper. But 1080p from 800p on something that's using like you know graphics chips that are the small like it's a big it's jump more demanding, so yeah, it's way more the ionio like ran into this exact problem when they put out 1080p devices and when you're running them natively they run pretty terribly so mm. i just want to know what the price of this thing is because if it's similar to the ionio and it does have the same specs the recent ones that came out were over a thousand dollars and again like we were just talking about that's a non-starter against the steam deck it can be three times as fast as the steam deck that's yeah. but when it's three times the price yeah that's that's insane like come on like who's spending a thousand dollars on a on a computer I, handheld I, I don't know that's that is crazy. A super <laughs> not me like i'll tell you that much that, yeah yeah so i would like to see more competitors to the steam deck because that just means everyone will compete and the space will keep lively 
I do think that everyone trying to throw their hats into the ring with this shows that Valve made such a fucking great call. They the did, yeah. And they, they hit the sort of performance to price ratio perfectly because people mm. are struggling to match it. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, that's I, cool. No on that, I, I want to ask, I mean, I don't know if this is actually known, but are, are Valve, they're not making the Steam Deck at like a huge loss because they know they're going to make it up in software sales. Like I actually any, don't know. Like yeah. any, any tradition, like a Sony and an Xbox, I think historically you always make a loss in the console, but you're going to make mm. it up in software. But I mean, if the Steam Deck is as affordable as it is, they must know like we'll make a huge loss in this, but we we sell so many damn games anyway. Yeah. Like, I think I think they can afford to do that because it's similar to like exactly as you said, like a console where if they sell it at the lo- at a loss, they know that cool, we are making thirty percent on every game sale mm-hmm. on this thing anyway. In Valve's in, in, in Steam's case, it's slightly different because it's not a lockdown system. Mm. So you can still buy games not on Steam. Oh, you could yeah, potentially you have could open, someone yeah. on a Steam Deck never ever purchasing anything from Steam, and I'm sure they factored that into the the yeah. equation. Um, but they've they've done what you know the likes of Netflix and Spotify do, where yes, you can pirate music for free, but it is so much more convenient to just buy to just it. buy it, yeah. And it's so much more convenient to buy it on Steam's store because it works immediately yeah. with the Steam Deck. You know, trying to get like I got the the Epic Games Store working the Steam Deck. It's a pain. It <laughs> boots funnily. It's weird. It's like it's enough of a pain that I'm like, I'm just going to rebuy this game on Steam, and that's mm. what they've done very very well. So um, amazing! It's like intentionally designed that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like, yeah, Yo, you can fuck with Linux, but like, we are not going to put additional work to make these launches like work super super well on iOS. Like, that's yeah. your problem. And like Amazing. fair game to them, they don't have to. Mm. Um, and some people don't give a shit. Like they're like, whatever, I'll just load my games this way, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know if they're selling it at a loss, to be honest. I, I haven't seen any of that reported, but yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, it also yeah. would not surprise me. Um, shall we touch on local news quickly? Um, mm. Electronic Arts has terminated game distribution in South Africa. Sorry, why is this cropped funny? Um, which is, I suppose, kind of knew this was a long time coming, but it's surprising nonetheless. Uh, you can no longer buy, well, at some stage you're going to be unable to buy physical EA games in South Africa. It's digital only. I don't know, Jeff was saying this all, um, you, you might think like, oh, what, what does it matter really? Like digital's the way to go. But mm. it does then kind of destroy the whole secondhand marketplace on EA games. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And he was saying it's going to have a huge impact on the FIFA scene as well, which is like things I wouldn't have thought of. But yeah, that's true. Uh, also, he yeah, mentioned- the FIFA scene is is kind of the one that I'm like, that's a real bummer because like the secondhand the sort of secondhand scene for FIFA and and just in general, like the amount of people buying FIFA physical because that's the one game they buy a year. Yeah. It's it's like no, they won't. So yeah, that uh, that sucks. I mean, the article here mentions, you know, hoping that retailers are able to privately import few copies for collectors. Like collectors aren't the ones that I really care no. about here because like collectors can find a way to get these games pretty easily like importing games on your own dime is like fucking easy nowadays yeah so if you're an actual collector like you're probably doing that anyway because Mm. there's a lot of 
physical games for smaller games that we don't get here anyway. So yeah. it's the it's the communities here that you know who don't have access to the sort of infra- infrastructure that we are so fortunate to have for digital distribution where downloading a game digitally is now just a matter of like hours, you mm. know, and it and it doesn't really cost us anything additional. You yeah. go to communities where they were buying a copy of a FIFA or a um you know any of the EA's big sports games or online games mm. for multiple people to play. Yeah. It's like impossible now. Um Yeah. And that sucks. That fucking sucks. Mm. So yeah. Uh, I, I do think this is going to affect retailers, like like you said, because um, the secondhand market is a big thing for for the likes of like a BT Games or something. Yeah. And I think you know a lot of the secondhand stuff is like a new FIFA comes out, the old one gets traded in, and a lot of people Someone will be waiting will for the old it, one yeah. to pick that up. Yeah, and that's all just not gone, like eradicated. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if if you see in a year or two years, like retailers here stop accepting EA games for like trading because like their value is just going to diminish, diminish, diminish with no real upside to them. Mm. Um, or they're going to skyrocket. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, collector's <laughs> items, yeah. My goodness. Um, but yeah, that sucks. Um, it is noted here in this article by Glitch that uh, retail copies were routinely much, much more than their digital counterparts. And mm. Yeah, that could just be with the pricing that was given to local distributors uh, who were prima yeah. at the time uh, by EA. So I don't think it's a necessarily like, see, they were trying to take too much money from us at physical. Yeah. That's why they're gone now. It's like, no, that doesn't matter. Like um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a bummer. Um, we'll see if it changes. I don't think it will. No, I actually think this will start becoming more common. Yeah, uh, which is quite sad. So just a reminder that our uh, market is itty bitty tiny. tiny. And uh, for the folks that seem to think that, oh, this doesn't correlate to our need for local servers, you're fucking idiotic. I will just tell you that much. <laughs> if you do not think that a company sees the need to distribute physical copies locally and how that might implicate how small our market is in the grander scheme of things and how what that means for the necessity for local servers here, yeah? mm. just like... I can't help you. <laughs> I just go back to school and do two plus two. Oh my like, god! Seriously, god touch, touch grass. <laughs> touch grass. Yeah, touch grass. T- um, touch the non-existent servers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of EA though, um, Star Wars Jedi's father is EA, right? <laughs> it is respawn. Uh, actually it, the, the article the previous article mentioned that this is the first game that will be affected by this. Uh, oh. So there will be no physical. Jedi Survivor copies, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah, physical launch is officially cancelled in South Africa. Rip. Damn, rip. But, yeah, um, if you are picking up the game, guess it's going to be digital and it's going to be a huge... It's going to be chonky. Huge download, so... Well, at least on PC. These are the PC yeah. specs. Um, but, I mean, how, how much different would it be? I mean, it would be obviously different. it would be that much different, yeah. I think you, you'd probably be pretty close to this on, on console. Um. So yeah, 155 gigabytes recommended. Uh, recommended SSD, obviously. I think anything yeah. nowadays you can take as uh, SSD reliant. So mm. these are other space. Uh, well, these requirements are pretty. I mean, let's just look at. Okay, let me let let me put this to you. This is a next gen only title. PS5, mm. PlayStation, um, Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series. Fuck, Xbox Series S and X. 
just the same as The Last of Us Part mm. 1. Look at the recommended specs. Look at the yeah, GPU. So. 2070 with 8 gigs of VRAM. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But you know, why, <laughs> you know why they canned uh, last gen? It's because remember the, mm. the god-awful times of the first <laughs> the Star Wars Jedi on PS4. This is the actual Ooh, this worst. Is not a good time. This, yeah, this is story time. This is so we. I think we did. We get a review copy. I think we did. We did. Yeah, we got a review copy. I started playing this in PS4, and I got so upset because I was playing on the hardest difficulty, which means I died a lot. I'm still learning the game. I die a lot. Every time I died, it took. I'm not even joking. Like up to a minute to load back yeah, in. Yeah, does a fucking nightmare. And I was so like, I, I'm actually not going to do this. So what I did is I subscribed to a month of EA Play premium whatever the hell it's called i played it on pc way better experience <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It, it also just ran like ass on the ps4 like yeah. on the pro it was relatively better but it wasn't great but i'm with you like that yes, last boss because I, I played it all on ps4 like i was ready to give up that game because it's like a minute between deaths like I, I remember that on one of I think the first planet there was there was an, a sad optional boss like one of those toads oh, that little frog thing, thing. yeah and I thought oh, let me fight this thing I died a lot because like one hit me playing on the hardest difficulty <laughs> it's like this is the worst uh, but yeah this game is pretty big one fifty five gig uh, requirements and mm-hmm. I think we we're, we're like oh my god it's so big now but I'm pretty sure of, I mean obviously as gaming continues to evolve and get bigger and better this will be the norm like we've seen yes, games true. even like i remember uh what did i download oh when i was downloading resident evil 4 uh for my playstation 5 i was like oh, i've got to free up some space here and i was like man god of all was 100 gigs and even that I'm yeah, like, god of all was very big, big yeah. <laughs> i think anything with a semi like open world and you know, I, I don't know the the sort of complexities with how data is duplicated and copied so that loading can be quicker and things, you know, because they do do that. Like not every asset is in there just once. They have to like shuffle things around so that it's easier to access and decompress. Mm. So I think with these bigger open worlds, that's kind of what you're seeing is the stacking of of, of data. Of just, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, 155 is a lot, but like I'm also just like, you know... I don't understand how games are made, and <laughs> I don't think I don't think a a a hard drive size is any indication of whether there was time spent on optimization or whether um, the correct compression tools were used or whether the game quality is better. Because there are some people like the hard drive space is bigger. That means the assets must be nicer. It's like okay, well, I'm sorry. Did one you, way to look at it. Did you play sure. the first Warzone? That was. Yeah. Like literally In, one one map is like 150 gig download. Like, come on. <laughs> so like, I you know, I don't know what they need to just get a big hard drive. This is not going away. No. I'm not going to say every game should be this. Like if Silksong is 155 gigs, I'll be like, what the oh fuck? I'll also be like, oh my God, Silksong <laughs> is here. Um, <laughs> that would be that would actually be mind blowing. Like, what the hell have they put into this game? <laughs> it's so bad. every every bug in the game is like ten gigabytes oh, of assets, it's just like layered so beautifully Amazing. over one another. Yeah, good lord. Um, the 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 audio is like flak quality, so it's uncompressed <laughs> audio. You know, um, I'd play that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess just keep your backlog in check now. So yeah. yeah. Um, cool. What's next? Oh, well, I suppose oh, perfect timing. 
a cheaper Xbox Series XS memory expansion card is coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just in time for, it's like, for Star Wars. It's like Wars, Xbox uh, New. Like, our Star Wars <laughs> is huge. <laughs> Quick, put out a bigger hard drive. <laughs> this is... This has been such a long time coming. Like when Microsoft first announced that Seagate was making their little expansion cards, they were like, oh, and in the future, other you know companies will be able to make their own. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay, well, cool. Well, that solves the issue of proprietary software, you know, a proprietary design yeah. somewhat. And now it's been like two and a bit years and it's still only Seagate and the price of the Seagate hasn't gone down. It's in some cases gone up yeah. while people on ps5 who are using off-the-shelf ssds have seen massive savings like i've seen like the samsung 980 pro going for like almost half the price of this the xbox seagate drive and in sometimes like a two terabyte drive cheaper than the one terabyte one you get on xbox and that's all because it's like well it's competition you know the ssds work in a different space so there's a lot more there that you can you can do oh oh what happened matthew Oh, you've frozen a mouse. I, I, I can hear you. <laughs> uh, let's just wait. Oh, hello. Okay, hello. you're back. That's so weird. Cool. There you go. You okay, just well, I'm just gonna. I'm you just, just gonna. Carried. I'm just gonna. I, I heard I'm gonna everything. Carry on. I heard everything you said for what it's worth. Oh, really? Did yeah. you? Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. This is just gonna be this weird, like, ten second thing where there's a bit of silence because I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Uh, but it's fine. We'll keep that in there. It's not like the other time. <laughs> but okay, so you heard everything I was saying. I heard everything you said, yeah. Okay. So yeah, basically it's just matter of competition and um it's cool that it seems who is this? Western Digital is making a one terabyte drive. It popped up on Best Buy's site before going down. Um and it was considerably cheaper at $180 as opposed to Seagate's two hundred dollar option, which is still expensive overall for SSD, but hey options that's good and you got some options yeah nice um cool where was i gonna go of course keeping with you know we've got to we've got to keep the theme running here we keep the thread you keep threading the needle i I love how you're connecting all of these let's stick to xbox um so quantum tell me about your conundrum with this like you saw (laughs) this and you were confused like, yeah, it's hilarious because I, I had no context before this morning when you when you pulled pulled this news piece up. So at the office we we were downloading something on one of the work PCs or PC Game Pass, and we went to the Leaving Soon tab. Which, if you don't know, Xbox Game Pass games get added and removed regularly. Like games don't live there forever, not not unless they first party um, Xbox titles. And under Leaving Soon, I saw Quantum Break, and I thought that was so strange. Like it immediately stood mm. out because. Quantum Break is very much like an Xbox title, not not made by a first party studio. It's made by um, Remedy, the yes. the um, Alan Wake slash Control Peeps. And I saw this is leaving. And I thought, what what is going on? Like that, that's just so strange. And you have since enlightened me, saying that it is a licensing problem that has resulted in this game yeah. being pulled from Game Pass and, uh, according to this article, updated, now pulled from Steam and Microsoft storefronts as well. Indeed, um, yeah. What licensing um, issue is it? Like, do we I'm know? not entirely sure. I don't think they've actually said. Um, I think people just realized that it, it's similar to you, popped up on the leaving soon, and they're like, uh, that's an exclusive. Why is that happening? Yeah um and aaron greenberg just said that it's due to some licenses that were expired 
and were in the process of being renewed, but you know didn't renew obviously quick enough for the, mm. the sort of deadline. So they had to take you know legally they have to take this down. They cannot sell a game with licenses that they don't own. So um, there's been oh sorry, there's been a lot of tweets basically saying that um, this is it's now you it's no longer available to purchase on the Microsoft Store or Steam either. Mm. Uh, but a lot of tweets saying that this is temporary. It will come back. There's no real, yeah, you know, time as to when it comes back. But uh, yeah, you know, hopefully it's not a thing like the Metal Gear Solid um, HD collection, which the sort of I don't know if it was a licensing thing, but they, it got yanked from sale, and then Konami's like, it's coming back soon, and it it's just, been like over a year. I know, and those games are still not on sale. So it's like, um, what's going okay. on? Yeah, sure. So yeah, we. I- Chelsea. I have still not played Quantum Break. I need to. It's a good time. I need to I, remedy that. Some would say. Oh, oh perfect. Uh, thank you for joining us on episode two hundred and twenty. <laughs> I must play it. Um, <laughs> it's it's a good game. I think you'll it'll feel a bit more stiff than Control now that oh, you yeah. played Control. But I still think it's a fun time. It's mm. a it's a real real fun yeah. game. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. real nonsense. You get to see Lance Reddick. Again. Oh, is he in Quantum Break? Awesome. Uh, cool. Then last two pieces of news. Uh, Cyberpunk, uh, this article brought to you by our good homie, Darren Bonethars. Cyberpunk's oh, 20... love that Bonethars. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077's new overdrive mode makes the game really, really ridiculously good looking. And I, I don't have the image here, but I know Just he photoshopped... Just like Bonethars. Oh. <laughs> he photoshopped my homeboy Zoolander into an uh, old... <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> It's old Johnny Silverhand's uh, iconic <laughs> it's pose. It's so good. <laughs> Love it. It's great. Yeah, listen, um, this is uh, this is the new like benchmark of can it run Cyberpunk Overdrive, I think. Um, this is all path-traced ray tracing, so it's like way, way, way more like intense and way better because mm. there's so much more data it can gather. <sighs> But boy, this thing is going to melt your GPU. Is this, um, is this update out yet or is it still coming out? No, it's coming 11th of April, I think. I okay. mean, yeah, so they show here DLSS 3 on a 4090 playing <sighs> Overdrive at 4K. It is barely above yeah. 19 frames a second. Like, and it uses DLSS 3 to basically like jippo like frames and, and make the frame rate. I really, really like, I think DLSS 3 is cool tech. I really mm. hate what it's allowed NVIDIA to do for marketing yeah. because they're just like, DLSS 3, look at the frame rate, it's now 100. And it's like, yeah, there's been so many videos that show that sometimes that frame generation produces some weird-ass results. So it's not yeah. an apples-to-apples comparison in my view. No, so. but I mean, like, even even with my experience with DLSS, is DLSS. <laughs> you put it on, I'm like, oh, wow, it runs smooth, but my screen looks muddy, for example. Like, it's... Mm. I don't know. Well, I think DLSS 2 works really well if you keep it at like a quality or balance yeah, yeah. mode. Like you as soon, keep, yeah, keep as, soon as you go to performance, it starts getting a bit like, like ooh, yeah. you can tell. The, mm. But DLSS 3 is literally making frames of games like, so in between the ones that are coming <laughs> from your game, it is injecting an AI generated <laughs> frame in the middle. So instead of but two FPS, you've now got four, but only crazy, two have actually comes from your GPU. And like, it works. Like if you watch breakdowns, like it's actually really, really good in most scenarios, but there are instances where like say in a quick camera cut or a quick frame cut, 
it has no reference from the previous frame. So it doesn't yeah. know what to generate. Yeah. So it just generates nonsense. <laughs> and like, because if your game is running really fast, you'll probably not see it, mm. but you can see it. And when you see it, it looks fucking stupid. So this is, this is one of those moments where, you know, growing up, we've, we saw Star Wars and all these like sci things going like, wow, we'll live in that future one day. But of course, or even even Back to the Future, fly, flying skateboards. Wow, one day, haven't seen it. <laughs> but there are moments in our lifetimes where things happen. You go, oh my God, like I'm living in the future. When you say that DLSS is literally injecting a frame into other frames, like wow. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that is incredible. <laughs> but that's why I say it's disingenuous of them being like, look at this, we're taking it from 20 FPS to 100. It's like, you're actually taking it to 50 with DLSS, and then you're doubling that because of frame generation. Yeah. So, Amazing. yeah. But they're like, no, no, no. Uh, it's 400% performance improvement. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's so not. I, I, I would love to give this, because our work PC that we got for, for game capture has a 4080. Oh, please try it on so that. So I really want to done. Oof. And we, we, we've got access to Cyberpunk compliments of John Mark and Michael's Steam account. So we can <laughs> definitely... Give this a bash. I'd, I'd love I, the, to see it. The ray tracing in this game is one of the few where, like, there, there are a handful of games where I say you absolutely should take the performance hit and play with ray tracing on. And I would mm. say that's Control mm. and Cyberpunk is is another one of them. Like Cyberpunk's mm. lighting is just good, phenomenal yeah. with ray tracing. Yeah. Um, and this is just gonna hit it up to a new level. I think it's mm. gonna look cool. Nice. Definitely gonna melt. Like, <laughs> we'll play ten frames per second. Will be great. Yeah. You only uh, need one frame for a photo mode. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's true. No, I'm going to get that tattooed on me. That's, that's like some life <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I need to give it some thoughts and reword of a jar. Only one frame is needed for the perfect photo. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need 120 <laughs> FPS for photos. You only need one shot in one frame. <laughs> one opportunity. <laughs> uh, then last piece of news uh, in... in Arsehole news, uh, Monster Energy keeps pushing devs to change the game titles. Um, so I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know there is a, an indie studio that has been targeted by Monster. Oh, the game's called Dark mm. Deception, Monsters and Mortals. And Monsters like, nah fam, you can't use the word Monsters. How dare you? Like they own uh, the word the, Monster. Their argument is so dumb. They're like, it could create meaningful confusion between your game and our energy drink brand. How? It's like, how in what planet it, it, it I'm, I'm like even the most unsavvy user on the planet would not like make that you know distinction like god it's <laughs> it's so dumb it's so yeah, so we, dumb we're gonna do something I, right but here. do you know do you know who do you know who monster went for previously it was a no. few years ago ubisoft oh my god. um because ubisoft was making that game gods and monsters before turned into immortals phoenix rising and they changed it primarily because monster made a claim on the title and saying that it would be easily confused with their brand oh sorry i keep i'm trying to i'm trying to do something while you talk here no the the problem (laughs) the problem with this is that it's not just like them saying you need to change your name they're also i mean the thread is very good and good on um developer Vincent Levings for being like, fuck this, we are taking this to court. Like, this is bullshit. Um, because Monster are basically saying, oh, you cannot 
then name anything ever again with the name monster. You can't yeah. like use this and that. You so it isn't like change the name of your game. It's like, you know, sign this contract and basically never ever tread on this ever again. Otherwise you're going fucking down. <laughs> like so oh, it, So so it's Kotaku has it here. It says it also forces us to agree to never use a green and white logo on a black background for a game we ever make. So now they own the colors green, white, and black too, apparently. It's like... Well, have you seen my beautiful Photoshop right here? I did it live. Monster Hunter Rise, <laughs> love it. Is that the video game or the energy oh, wow. drink? I can't it's tell, so, Matthew. I couldn't tell them apart. Oh, God damn. God damn. <laughs> it's, it's so oh. dumb. It's so really according dumb. to Living's, we're currently in the process of filing a motion for summary judgment to try and stop Monster Energy's legal team from dragging the process out longer and draining our financial resources. Because this is what a big company like the Coca-Cola company would do. Yeah. Emotionally, has a 50-50% chance of success and can still be appealed, but it saves us a lot of time if it succeeds. Yeah, so wild. Dumb. So, wild that so big dumb. corporations can, literally bully is the correct word, they can just bully you into this because they're like, we have the money to drag this out. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, no, what a is, what a weird legal system, hey? Yeah, it was also such a bizarre thing because what's this game called? Um, where did I see it? Dark Deception Monsters and Mortals. Like, you might think, oh, I'll just rename the game, but it's like you set the precedent. Like, no, get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you no. don't own the word monster. Like, come on. Yeah, you do, you <sighs> don't own the word monster. Like, they literally do not. So, anyway, monster is fucking shit. And I hope to God they get nailed to the wall with this thing. And if there is a ruling that goes against them, it sets precedent. Yeah. Done. And they well, can never do this again. I sincerely you know. hope that's what happens. Oh, that's news. <laughs> to stretch, sorry. It was it was such a such a long time. You see, you were like, oh, we're making such good time. It's like no, almost no, then we, one hour twenty. Yeah, look no, at we, that. We took yeah. some some sweet time in this news. Uh, there's no questions this week because Matthew chose not to ask. Uh, anyone I am, if they I am had the questions, true. I am the true villain in this week's uh, yeah, story. Definitely. But but I will reiterate that if I do not put out a question, because sometimes I do forget, or sometimes I'm busy at work and time gets away from me. If I do not put out a question, tweet or post or Instagram story, you're always welcome to just straight up message us. Like I think. Malesh is a good example. It just during the week, he fires off an email, says, hey, I got a question. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. go, oh, cool. We got a question. Didn't ask for it, but we are definitely going to tackle it. Um, and also just on that, the on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, you can give us your questions directly on the app. Every week now when I upload the episode, I'm putting the prompt there. So you can just send it straight there. I'll, I'll see it <laughs> if I remember. And if you, <laughs> if you want a more traditional... Uh channel you can still email us, email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com or basically checkpoint chat anywhere um we, yeah we see we see those emails we see those messages so yep yeah all the time all the time so fire off those questions um but i guess that means that is episode 220 um yes that last, is episode the last one you will see for Two weeks, because you are. Yeah, I will not be week. here next week, so Matthew will not be holding down the fort alone. Um, not brave enough to but, podcast by myself, not yet. But when <laughs> when we when we come back, um, I think there'll be about. tons to talk about. So mm. yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, 
with regards to the Gigabyte competition, I think by the time you listen to this, that will be closed. So if you didn't enter, shame on you. Not shame on you, you just miss out on setting a chance to win. Uh, we have no part in drawing the winner. Um, uh, Correct. So I think Gigabyte will do the draw on their side and they will do all the admin of getting the prize to that lucky winner. Um, but yes. again, thank you to Gigabyte for partnering with us. And yeah, hopefully we can do more giveaways of this nature in future. Cool. Yes, thank you. And um, congratulations to everyone. Enjoy the lovely new Aorus 240mm liquid cooler for your PC. Um, hopefully you can use it to cool your CPU enough to run The Last of Us Part 1. Um, You'll be the coolest person your friends know. Hey, or at least your CPU will be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> point that bad boy out of your PC and then. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everyone, as always, for listening. We will be back in not next week, but the week after. Um, have well, hope you all had a lovely long weekend and enjoy the four day week ahead. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.